Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 Text in 806-855-3712. It's Power Ranking Thursday. Send in your Power Rankings. One already in the top five Batmans. We'll go through that very soon. For a guy who's not, like, all in on the comic book movies, I do have some strong opinions on the Batmans. So... We will get those. Connor, do you have strong opinions on Batman actors? <laughs> no? <laughs> kind of? Maybe? Oh, man. I I know there's a lot of other things to also talk about. Uh, we'll also power rank the Big 12 in its standings. Maybe even some NCAA tournament power rankings in some respect. We'll try to figure out. You know what? We'll power. Let's do this today. Power rank the Big 12 schools that you would bet on as contenders in the NCAA tournament. Give me your top five, in order, Big 12 schools that you think can do well in the NCAA tournament. Because that's not necessarily just the standings in the Big 12. I... I think it's a little different. Um, and maybe there's a school like Iowa State last year near the bottom that you think, like Oklahoma State, could Oklahoma State defensively provide enough to where they could really make a run in the NCAA tournament getting out of the Big 12 and kind of doing what Texas Tech did in their successful runs to the Elite Eight where you just defensively dominate and then do enough offensively? I might put Oklahoma State in my top five of teams I think can go a long way in the NCAA tournament out of the Big 12. Since it's on the brain now, let's just do it. Uh, Kansas, number one for me, best chance if I had to put a tournament national championship winner down from the Big 12, it would be Kansas. Baylor would be number two for me. I think Baylor has an opportunity to... Get hot like some other teams can't. Now, defensively, they are not good. Not great. 
They're fine defensively. But offensively, I think in a tournament setting, they could get hot and it just takes hot being for a weekend and all of a sudden you're in the Sweet 16. So Kansas, Baylor, and then I still think Texas has the juice. I would put Kansas State at four and Oklahoma State at five. And I I understand that leaves out Iowa State, but I just do not think that they are finishing the way they finished last year. And I do not think, in some ways, they're as talented as they were last year. In some ways, it feels like a more talented team. And again, maybe it's just the nature of the Big 12. But it doesn't feel like they have the same feel as last year. So Big 12 tournament contenders, for me, national championship odds, top to bottom, Kansas, Baylor, Texas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. And I might even slot Oklahoma State in front of Kansas State just because of the defense. And there's a lot of good defenses in the Big 12, but I think Oklahoma State really is fairly underrated. And what they've done and how they've done it. By the way, there's a note that comes out every year uh, on the NCAA tournament. And it's talked about quite a bit every year. And it's the Ken Palm ranking. Uh, Only six teams currently fit the profile of Ken Palm National Champions since 2018. Sorry, 2002. Every single national champion since 2002 has had a top 40 offense and a top 22 defense. Right now there are six teams that have top 20 offenses and top 40 offenses and top 22 defenses. Houston, Alabama, Kansas, Creighton, UCLA, and UConn. Currently, Houston plus 650 for the national championship. Alabama plus 850. Kansas plus 1100. UCLA right there plus 1200. Creighton a plus 2500 bet. And UConn a plus 3000 bet. But if you're going to pick a national champion right now, if you're filling out bracketologies and trying to get early bracket championship stuff rolling. Can Kansas repeat? Is Houston good enough out of the AAC? And does Alabama's star player keep out of prison? Or at least keep from being suspended through the NCAA tournament? Yes, it's day three. By the way, uh, Miller scoring 40 last night with one assist, and that was an assist in the game, not the assist he provided when he passed the gun that murdered the woman. Uh, But that shot also connected. Back to the text line. Uh, Top five Batmans. Top five Batmans. Number five, Adam West. Number four, Christian Bale. 
Number three, Kevin Conroy. This has got to be a voice actor from uh, the cartoons. I would assume it's from that uh, 1990s cartoon. But I would have to uh, see. that. That is a solid portrayal of Batman. If that is who Kevin Conroy is, I do not recognize that name. Number two, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, not in my top five. Uh, number one is right, though. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is the best Batman of all time. Kevin Conroy does appear to be the animated Batman. Okay, yeah, there you go. That was a a logical guess because uh, I would say there's only a few more movie Batmans that didn't make the list. Uh, George Clooney, if we're power ranking the worst Batmans, George Clooney would be the worst Batman. And then I, I would put Robert Pattinson in my top five of Batmans. I don't know that he was a great Bruce Wayne, though, the emo detective Bruce Wayne fit the character, uh, but I thought his Batman portrayal was really good. I believe Kevin Conroy also just passed away recently, if I'm not Oh, mistaken. well, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. A legend. If that's who it is, yeah. Uh, we're also getting a text, Best Jokers. Best Jokers. Uh, Mark Hamill from the cartoon series. Uh, Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson. I would uh, agree with those three. And I would not put... Um, what's his name? Uh, Jared Leto. I would not put Jared Leto in any top five for Jokers. Uh, one more Batman that we've not announced or uh, said in this Power Rankings that I really do like. Uh, well, Ben Affleck, too. He's in there. But what is the... What is the actor's name that does Lego Batman? Um, this is going to kill Zach me. Zach Galifianakis. No, he does the Joker, right? Oh, you're right. But who's the Batman? It's the uh, guy It's the guy from Hot Rod. The, well, that's He's also on uh, Arrested Development. What is that guy's name? I want to think of it. Oh, is it Will Arnett? Will Arnett, yes. I forgot it was him. Lego Batman, yeah, Will Arnett. He's a great Batman. <laughs> I mean, Lego Batman is what it is. Uh, have you seen the standalone Lego Batman? I've not seen it yet. I just remember Batman I've for seen the Lego movie. clips from it. Yeah. I need to check that out. I think it's on the uh, HBO Max now. Another top five Batman, Christian Bale, uh, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson, Val Kilmer. I don't remember Val Kilmer being a great Batman, but I, I have seen all those Batman movies. Maybe I need to go back and watch uh, the Val Kilmer one. If we now have two Batman power rankings, which I did not predict we would have today, and both include Val Kilmer, I would not have put him on mine. I do like uh, Robert Pattinson, though, as, as the Batman. That was a solid movie. Uh, Batman texter texting back in. I think Diedrich Bader is a better Batman than George Clooney was. I need to know when Diedrich Bader was Batman ever, because that sounds incredible. <laughs> I did not know he ever portrayed Batman. Maybe that's another voiceover work from uh, Diedrich Bader. I, I also couldn't name another thing that Diedrich Bader is in, but I recognize the name and can see his face.
Back to the NCAA tournament. I, I think it's an easy bet right now to say that Kansas will go the furthest from the Big 12 in the NCAA tournament. Kansas, I think, is going to win the Big 12 and will probably win it outright. It's going to be hard for them to finish, what, on an eight-game winning streak to to finish the Big 12, but Kansas and Texas play each other to end the season. So they're either going to be tied or Texas will be a game back, in my opinion. They are tied right now. And if that's the case, then either that game will be for Texas to tie or the winner of that game will win the Big 12. I don't see a scenario where I don't see a scenario where um there is an opportunity for Texas to win outright or have the opportunity to win outright with uh or even tie with a loss to Kansas. I mean, the schedule's remaining. Texas has a really tough schedule. They still have to play Baylor and Kansas. Kansas gets to play West Virginia and Texas Tech. Gets to probably a stretch there, but they're also both at home. Uh, their only wo- ro- road game. Road game is in Austin. It's going to be a, a tough opportunity. Uh, yes, another texter saying Will Arnett. Will Arnett, underrated actor. Have you seen the um, Murderville or whatever it is on Netflix? Those those episodes are either really good or really bad. <laughs> Some of them are really bad. But it's the only characters who know what's going on are the actors that are on the show. And then they have a guest every week. And the guest doesn't get the script. So the guest improvs. And then there's a cast that knows the direction of the show. So they try to stick to the script. It's a comedy show? It's a comedy show. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Somebody may have told me about this. Marshawn Lynch was in it. Um, I think in the new season, Jason Bateman was in an episode. He's he's great. Uh, There's some pretty high-level actors in it. And again, some of them are really good. Some of them are just like, okay, this is the dumbest thing I've ever watched. But I do like Will Arnett. He's solid. Uh, Diedrich Bader was Batman maybe in Harley Quinn. Season four? He appears to be a, an animated Batman in, in several productions, okay. actually. Apparently it's hilarious. Diedrich Bader is hilarious. He's uh, very dry. He's listed in both Batman shows as well as various other shows where Batman had a feature animated okay. in some capacity. So okay. he, apparently he's done a lot. Interesting. What are, what are some of the... Do you have his IMDb pulled up? Will you give me some of the movies he's been in or TV shows so I can place where I know him from? Because I know who he is, I just can't think of what he's in. If you could just give me like his top five or something. Yeah, the IMDb lists him uh, mainly known for Office Space, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Oh! And Silent Bob Strike Back. He's the karate director, the sensei, in the Napoleon Dynamite. Rex. Yeah, Rex. Yeah, there you go. And then Office Space, yes. Office Space is a great one. Yeah, Lawrence. Um, this texture, hey Rob, I've been following the NCAA men's basketball tournament for years and still don't exactly understand what it means by first four in and last four out. 
I know those are bubble teams, but can you please explain? Yes, we will explain on the other side of this break. That's a tease in the business. We've also got some more power rankings rolling in. The people love to power rank. Got like three texts yesterday. 17 already today. So we are, are rolling. Rolling here on Power Ranking Thursday. We'll do it when we come back. We'll also explain first four in and first four out. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports. Didn't get this kind of music in the 80s. Uh, back to the tease in question. I generally will forget the tease and then just move on, but today I remembered. Uh, texts are asking, what is the first four in, last four out? What does it mean? Um, I'm going to answer this in a long roundabout way, but in America, there are a lot of manufactured holidays, namely let's say Valentine's Day, that are just made to sell heart-shaped chocolates and cards and uh, cheesecakes in the shapes of hearts, all that kind of stuff, teddy bears. It is just a manufactured holiday to incite capitalism or whatever you want to call it. The first four in and last four out is a manufactured talking point to incite discussion for bracketologists. If Joe Lenardi did not exist, if if bracketville.wordpress.com, if uh, Jerry Palm, if all these guys weren't doing bracketology year round, there wouldn't be, you know, that phraseology that's so prevalent around the NCAA tournament. All it means is the the last four in are the last four teams that got at-large bids, and they're generally in those play-in games in Dayton. So like the 11 seed or the, what is it now, the 8 seed or whatever it is that have to play the play-in games. Those are the last four in. And then the first four out are the four at-large teams that just missed. So there are actually 68 teams that make the NCAA tournament with the play-in games. And teams 69 through 72 are the first four out. And those teams are generally the first four seeds in the NIT. So it's just bubble talk. It's manufactured. It doesn't really mean anything. Um, it's just how you can stretch talking about the NCAA tournament bracket from maybe the week before March to the week after the tournament for 360 days. Because that's what uh, Joe Lenardi does. And he's got uh, bubble talk year-round. And 
if he didn't exist, I'm sure that phrase wouldn't be as prevalent because he really leans into it. Back to the text line. Uh, Will Arnett is Lego Batman. Yes, thank you. Everyone knew that but me. Uh, Power ranking the top five things to dip fries in that isn't ketchup. Oh, I like this one. Uh, Number five, spicy ranch. A couple of ways to go here. I like the cayenne ranch at at a couple of places. Chipotle ranch is also good. Um, Sriracha kind of ranch. All of the spicy ranches I'm down with. Uh, Number four, A1 sauce with extra black pepper. Number three, spicy mustard. Number two, the leftover cheese from a Wiener Schnitzel chili cheese dog. That seems like a pro move. Uh, And then number one of the top five things to dip fries in, not named ketchup. Drumroll, please. Heinz 57. Every time I read this texter's power rankings, I feel like I'm David Letterman. I feel like I need some blue cards in front of me. Uh, This texter. Why would any sane person want $20 million versus $60 million SEC money? You have more eyes on players, scouts at every game, more players in the NFL, and you controlled college football. Who cares if you don't win? Your games are more fun, tailgating kicks ass, and it just means more. Uh, Greg Sankey listening in today. Thank you for that propaganda because there's no good tailgating in the Big 12. There are no fun games in the Big 12. There are no scouts at Big 12 games. Every Big 12 game isn't on TV nationally. There's no NFL players from the Big 12. A Big 12 player didn't just win MVP. I mean... You're also not getting 20 versus 60. And if that's from the question at the end of the Raiderland, where it was, would you rather have $20 million more and play in the Pac-12, not the SEC? But again, call me crazy. I would rather be in a league I could be in the top four of every single year. And run. And for the final time... I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You people don't get commission on this money. You don't get money from the TV deal. Why do you care? Texas Tech is not poor. They're not going to go bankrupt if they're not in the SEC. They're not going to wither out and cut programs because they don't get to play Alabama every year. I'm fine with being in the Big 12. I think you can win more games in the future Big 12. I never think the Big 12 is going to be left behind from the SEC and the Big 10. But if all you people out there, you texters, just want to make more money, go root for Ohio State. Go be a Michigan man. Go get on the train on a bandwagon Wednesday with Georgia. Or better yet, go be a Vanderbilt fan and just claim the money. 
If that's all you want, go do it. You're not bound by blood to only root for Texas Tech and then complain because Texas Tech doesn't make as much money as the SEC teams. Just go do what you want to do. We're not holding you hostage. And if you can't have fun at a Texas Tech tailgate, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's you. That's a you problem. If you need to be on the Grove where there's a billion trash cans so the grass stays green, fine. Go be an Ole Miss fan. You'll make more money. Because apparently you people are cashing checks from your favorite college football. I've never cashed a check from Texas Tech. I would love to. And if this platform uh, was used to get Texas Tech into the SEC and I got a commission from that, you bet I would be uh, all on the SEC bandwagon. But that's just, I don't get that. I don't, I don't receive, I do receive money from Kirby Hocutt in a, a, an unmarked envelope, but that's for, you know, just being a sunshine pumper, which I've been accused of as well. I really don't get that though. I, I, and I guess I'm insane. And by the way, it's not 20 versus 60. That's a wrong number. And again, that's TV money versus total money. All right. More Batman texts coming up. Uh, the lead of the next text is Batman is for chumps. Can't wait for that one. So we will uh, read that text when we come back. More power rankings. It's power ranking Thursday. I'm going to power rank SEC fan. How almost says I. I'm trying to think of a word. I'm going to rank that guy as the bottom texter today. Sorry, texter. All right. There's also a great joke coming up. That's the best text so far. It's Rob Rocho, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Talk 1340, News Money Sports. It was a beautiful day. Welcome back. The, radio was. Uh, the Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Back to the text line. we got to clear these in this uh, segment. We'll try to do it. They are stacked. Uh, Batman is for chumps. Power rank Spider-Man. Number one, Toby Maguire. Number two, Jake Johnson from the Spider-Verse. Big fan of Jake Johnson. Uh, and then number three, doesn't even know his name, the current Spider-Man actor. It's Tom Holland. Tom Holland is the name you're looking for. That current guy. No love for uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh, I, You know what? The Amazing Adventures of Superman or whatever that cartoon was, was pretty good too. Couldn't tell you that guy's name though. Top three basketball coaches that coached big shooter programs. Uh, Baylor's Dave Bliss, New Mexico State's Greg Heyer, and Alabama's Nate Oates. Just letting that one settle in. Uh, everyone but West Virginia and Oklahoma make the NCAA tournament. Kansas, number one. Texas, number two. The rest interchangeable on who could go far. 
I... I don't know. Um, Texas is interesting to me. Uh, obviously, Rodney Terry, the head coach now after the beard drama. And there's still talent there. But Chris Beard was a really good tournament coach. Short rest. Finding uh, things in the in the tape. Now he he hired good coaches to do that. Good staffs, and that staff is still intact. They are prepared physically because of Riley, the strength and conditioning coordinator. But do I trust them in the NCAA tournament? I don't know. I don't know. They have not had a lot of success historically in the NCAA tournament. Now, Texas Tech didn't either before they went to two straight Elite Eights and a Final Four and a Sweet 16 last year. I mean, that's not something that Texas Tech did a lot before those three times. Sweet 16, maybe, but first ever Elite Eight, you got to do it sometime. Now, Texas has been to a Final Four before, but one of them. It's been a long time. Uh, this texter, bro, how are you? I am fine. I used to tell everyone I knew how good of return music that you played. Uh, you just lost a listener after playing fastball. Technically, that was two break music and not a bumper to return, so you're still good there. And I'm not going to apologize for saying that The Way by Fastball is an absolute banger. I mean, without ever knowing The Way... They left. They packed up, man. They drank all the wine. They started walking. And they got there. They didn't know the way, but they got there. That's life, man. It's the way. Uh, SEC texter, you saw what Georgia did to the Big 12 runner-up. Okay. Go be a Georgia fan. Like, Seriously. And what does that what does that even mean? George, George, okay. I I I am being nice. I'm being nice, okay. Georgia is not good because they have more money. I I don't know how else to say that. Georgia doesn't recruit better than everyone else because they have more money than everyone else because of the TV deal. Alabama's not better than everyone else right now for the last decade because they get good TV money from the SEC. I, that is stupid. Cincinnati made a college football playoff and they made like 12 million dollars from the AAC. Well, they lost big to Alabama. Okay, but Alabama didn't beat them because of the TV money. Like if that's what you think, 
I really don't. You don't understand college athletics. You don't. And, you know, I'm sorry you have to live in that world, but it's just untrue. Georgia and Alabama are the two best programs in the world because they have elite history. They're blue bloods. If any blue bloods still exist, there are two of them. They recruit in the top five of the country every single year. Everyone wants to play there. They have the pedigree, yes, to go to the NFL, but you don't have to go to Alabama to get to the NFL. Did you know the NFL, you you can draft from anywhere? You don't have to draft Alabama players. Top five projected 2023 football wins. Uh, Number five, Oregon. Number four, UCF. Number three, Kansas State. In quotes, finally. Number two, TCU with a cactus emoji. And number one win for Texas Tech in 2023. Uh, The University of Texas on Black Friday to seal a Big 12 championship appearance. Those would be five massive wins. New football renderings are fire. Texas Tech is on the up and up. Some really, really cool features in there. The lockers look awesome. The locker room looks awesome. Uh, This is the renderings for the football facility. A little bit of the south end zone as well. In the football facility, there's also a like 20-yard patch of turf with a Football field length, crossways, TV screen, Jumbotron inside, which I would assume will reflect film so you can watch film during walkthrough. That's got to be good. Has to be. Uh, This texture's top 90s artist, Nelly, Smash Mouth, and Boys to Men. You know, I'd have to look up Nelly's dis- discography. Was he big in the 90s? I thought, 90, I thought Nelly was a 2000s guy. Maybe not. When did country grammar drop? Uh, really growing to appreciate the guy who texts in every day with, Dear Rob, how are you? I am fine. I appreciate him too. Uh, disagree with him on the music today, but wow, that is a good bit. It's a great bit. It's a great bit, and that texture is extremely loyal to bits, and I respect that 100%. As a bit guy, I do love bits. Uh, also disagree with him on the music, and that's okay. Not everybody has to like The Way by Fastball as one of the greatest songs of a generation. Uh this texter, what is Georgia or Alabama's athletic budget compared to TCU or Texas Tech? Uh, again, athletic budget is not TV money. Those schools are just rich. And by the way, Texas has the biggest athletic budget in the world. In the world. Are they better than you over the last decade? Have they been the best team in the in the Big 12? Have they won a Big 12 championship in the last 10 years? They have more money than God. Are they Georgia? They also recruit at a top 10 level. 
They also boast riches. They have their own network. At some point, you just got to do it on the field. Now, money helps. Money helps. But athletic budget and TV money are two different things. If you only have money from your TV budget, then yes, it matters to be in the SEC. But is there $87 million sitting in the bank right now for Texas Tech and the South End Zone Project because the Big 12's TV deal? Does it say Jones AT&T Stadium, ESPN Field, or does it say Cody Campbell Field? Like, the TV money is there. It certainly helps. But the athletic budget is not the TV money budget. And the Big Ten's $100 million payout, not all of that is TV money. And it doesn't happen for another three or four years. But again, Georgia and Alabama's athletic budget, Texas's athletic budget, is not the same as the TV money. Equating TV money to athletic budget is wrong, and that's not how college athletics works. I think I'm going to have an aneurysm. We'll be back after this. More text, more power rankings. It's Rob Rocho Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. By the way, we didn't get this kind of music in the 80s either. The 80s did not have a hootie. And the hootie makes the 90s. Back to the text line. 806-855-3712. Top five. I'm guessing that was your choice, by the way, on Hyatt's show was the 90s. Yes, it was. Yeah. I heard the question, but I never heard your answer. Yeah, 90s. Version. I don't think I ever gave it on the show. I'll do it right now. The 90s, by far... Uh, better genre. The 90s is the best decade of music in music history. The 90s, the, the, eclect, the eclectic nature of the music, it's the best decade of rap. It's the best decade of country music. It's the best decade of alternative music. It had some fringe stuff like Grinch. I everything was at its peak in the nineties, and I, age probably has something to do with that. It's the it's what I grew up with, uh, and then I had to go into the two thousands with the pop renaissance. Um, not saying I didn't like NSYNC, who was on the tail end of the nineties, early two thousands, but they weren't uh, maybe the forefront of what I was listening to or enjoyed. You could probably get in a top 100 country songs of all time. I would say like 72 of them probably in the 90s. 
Top five cookies. Number five, sugar cookie. Number four, a soft chocolate chip cookie. Now, is this like the chewy soft or the gooey soft? Those are two different things. It's like a, like a cold soft chocolate chip cookie is fine, but like the gooey soft, I understand. Uh, number three, an Oreo. The classic Oreo. Uh, number two, a Mexican cookie. Polvorones. I don't know if I know. Is that the pink one? Is that the pink cookie? And uh, the number one, a vanilla Oreo. A vanilla Oreo is the best cookie to this guy. I feel like a really underrated cookie, maybe because I don't ever have it, is the white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. What is a, what is a, what is a vanilla wafer count as? Is that kind of a cookie? Yeah, that's is a that cookie. a cracker? What is yeah, that? Yeah, that's a cookie. I love, I love vanilla wafer. Those are classic. I still say my favorite cookie is probably just those like sugar cookies with the that you see seasonally. Oh, like those the are. really soft ones with the yeah. thick icing. There's as much That's icing as cookie. Favorite. Vanilla oh, wafers yeah. might be number two. Yeah, those soft cookies are elite. I don't, I don't like them in every season, uh, because of the icing. Like I'm not eating Fourth of July cookies because they're red and blue, and then your mouth is red and blue. But uh, Easter. Love them in Easter. Love them in, uh, you get the white and pink Valentine's ones. Solid. Uh, Texter, the way was good, but one headlight, one headlight by the Wallflowers is a chef's kiss on 90s music. Yes, great song. Uh, SEC guy needs to text in every day so he can keep up with him. Don't want a village idiot to ever go unmonitored and missing. Today's SEC guy was not the SEC guy from a few weeks ago. I've not heard from him in a while. I might have uh, finally pissed him off enough to leave. I don't ever want anyone to leave, though. I do want these texters to keep texting in. Maybe we can educate you on uh, what's really going on. I mean, you can be, you can go be an Ole Miss fan and still listen to the Raiderland and the Raw Bro Show. We talk about college football in, in, in wide, in, in mass, in general. All right. Today was a show. We power ranked things. We'll do it again tomorrow without the power rankings. I didn't get to the Big 12 power rankings, but Kansas stands alone at my top right now. Tomorrow, the Raiderland, 11 a.m. I've been Rob Robbie Rob Bro. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.